Hi, everyone. I'm Mike. And I'm Jeremy. Welcome to House Calls, a podcast where we take your questions on all things related to homes, design, or anything else about buildings and the places people dwell. Call 1-800-511-6842 to get your questions answered. And remember, the advice might only be worth what you paid for it. Jeremy. Mike. Whoa, Portland, Maine. Not to be confused with Portland, Florida. Portland, Florida, yeah. Portland, Maine. Um, Catherine. This is Mike and Jeremy at House Calls Podcast. How's it going today? Good. How are you guys? We're doing all right. You gave us a ring about an issue you're having in Portland, Maine. Well, a question, yes. (laughs) Something about sealing your driveway, right? About sealing the driveway, yes. Is this worthwhile endeavor? Yes, thank you for calling. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, why do you say so? Why, why do you say so? Okay. Because I, I've heard from other people, uh, no, it's just cosmetic. Who told you that? Well, this one guy that owns a paving company here in Portland, South Portland, that I was getting a quote from. Said it's only cosmetic. And then I, so then I started looking online and, uh, you know, different blogs. But some people say it's worth it. So it would seem 50-50. I don't know. Well, there's two ways to go about this. Okay. You can You can pay somebody to seal your driveway or you can seal the driveway yourself. If the driveway is sealed, how – because, I mean, I'm basically just trying to – uh, put off repaving it as long as possible. Mm, all right. So, I mean, it doesn't need to be repaved now, but it's starting to get some cracks and mm-hmm. little holes mm-hmm. and enough weeds. But, uh, so I'm just wondering, like, how, like, would this um, really buy me some time or not? Uh, go ahead. All right. Here's the short answer. Follow the money. So the Mm -hmm. guy who paves said it's only cosmetic because he wants to pave your driveway. But sealing your driveway is the best thing you could do for it if it's asphalt. And if you already have some cracks, you want to kill those weeds with the most cancer-causing weed killer you could find. (laughs) Then you want to to fill it with tar. And then you want to seal your driveway. And the sealing really does work. It really does. Because what happens is water gets into all those little cracks. And you live in Portland, Maine, so luckily you guys don't have any snow or ice. <laughs> but if you lived in a place that had snow or ice, it would get in those little cracks, and every time it, it, it you know, every time it freezes, it expands, and it just, you know, exponentially eats the asphalt away. You know, crumbles it into little pieces. So, um, sealing it just allows that water to find a different place to go. You know, um, everybody needs a place to go, but your driveway isn't where you want water to go. I agree. I would, I would right. <laughs> absolutely seal it, whether you pay somebody to do it or you do it yourself. Think of it – I sort of treat this thing like, um, like a painted surface, okay? Let's say you have wood siding on the right. side of your house, okay. right? Do you need yeah. to paint your house? No. No. Does it make it look better? Yeah. Yes. Will it make the house last longer? Yes. Yes. Can you repeat? Nice analogy, Jeremy. Thank you. Wow, this guy really comes through sometimes. (laughs) Thank you. I love. I did. I. I, He might have read it online because I read that analogy. Oh, did you really? I actually didn't. Jeremy published it. 
<laughs> I came up with that one on my own, believe it or not. <laughs> no, it's true. Um, seal your driveway. Yeah, do it. Oh, wait, hold on. I don't think you should seal your driveway. You sound like a nice person. Nice people shouldn't seal their own driveways. Well, yeah, I don't want to seal my, I don't know. I don't want to seal my driveway. Yeah, and it sounds too messy. Have your kids here, do it. Here's another but, idea. Seal it in the fall, which in Portland, Maine is like now four weeks ago. No, but um, no, <laughs> seal it in the fall because as it gets cool at night and so on, you'll have your windows closed. You won't worry about those fumes in your house. I have a little voice in my ear. Chairman of the boards is chiming in. He wants to know how long does this stuff last? Do you want us to answer that or just hang up now? <laughs> yes, I would love to know how long this lasts. All right, that's a good question. I, I've heard annually. What? Really? Yeah. Yeah, like if you're like a retired old guy from like a, a from like a like a big company and he's like bored out of his wits, his kids live in North Carolina, do it every year. No, but if no, really, it should be like every other year, every third year. I think every other year is is a happy medium. Every year is you care way too much about your driveway <laughs> and the way it looks. I think three years is a stretch, in my humble opinion. I think my driveway looks fine. <laughs> I'm just trying to push off spending the big bucks to do the repaving. But I guess it sounds like it may do that for me. Yeah, I would seal it. I would, I would buy yourself 10, 12 years. <laughs> and I'd I'd sell the house before then and let it be someone else's problem. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a good idea. All right. Well, we appreciate right. the call, Catherine. Okay, well, thanks. Catherine, Thank you. Thanks welcome. for calling. Have a great day. We'll talk <laughs> to you soon. <laughs> All right. You too. All right. Bye -bye. Thanks. Bye bye. Wow. How about that call? Seal your driveway. Actually, somebody just asked me about this a month ago. Should I seal my driveway? I haven't sealed it in 15 years. What do you think I told them? Get a new driveway. I told him to call the paving guy. It's only cosmetic. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? It, it, when, I, when I hear somebody say, seal the driveway, I think of the animal like a seal. Like, just seal the driveway. Sometimes I worry about you. <laughs> <laughs> or the singer, in seal. Portland, in Portland, Maine, they have seals. Yeah, they do have seals. You could technically seal, seal the driveway. The driveway. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, thanks everyone for calling House Calls Podcast. We really appreciate all the calls. We love answering your questions. There's a mystery around every corner. We want to help you solve them. So, again, as always, please call in at 1-800-511. 6842. And if you've been listening, you should be calling 1 800 511 6842. Everybody's got a house related question. If you don't, you're lying to yourself. Give us a call. We'll help you figure it out. For all the listeners out there, we can't wait to take your call 1 800 511 6842. And someone just the other day said, I want to call in, but I'm trying to think of something funny to say guess what you don't have to think of anything funny to say you know what's funny your house problem <laughs> that's pretty funny and we're gonna we'll work through it with you so again call 1-800-511-6842 call today who do we have next on the line what a shock we have a call from albany new york albany and her question was I'm not going to read it how it's on the page, but <laughs> <laughs> contractor husband, that's all I have. <laughs> that's right. And her name is Karen. All right. Let's see what Karen is up to. Let's see. Hello. Karen, this is Jeremy and Mike calling from the House Calls podcast. How's it going today? You Hi. called in. You had a question. <laughs> we want to answer it. How are you guys? We're doing all right. We're doing great. 
How you doing? I'm well, thanks. Cleaning up around the house. It's like p- perpetual. You have kids, you have stuff to do. Yeah, you oh, should have them know. go seal the driveway. Just send them out and make them seal the driveway or something. <laughs> so we caught yeah. it. We we listened to your message on the 800 line, and I think Mike and I are both going to have a lot to say about this call. Oh, are you? Yes. <laughs> okay. Wait. So for the listeners, please restate your issue. So originally, um, when I called, I was sitting with my husband, who I have to say. Dutifully right now is mowing the lawn and watching our daughter at the same time. Uh, he, he's a great guy. He's a contractor. Mm. And, um, that yes. makes him great right there. So he, yes. Yeah, so for a living, he is um, fixing and repairing other people's houses. And I go to see his work and I'm always very impressed. But I have to say um, a little bit of me also is jealous <laughs> of the beautiful work he does uh-huh. in other people's houses because our home uh, it doesn't quite get the same kind of initial care that other people's houses get. And um, so at the time I was calling because we had gone through kind of a slightly major um, change to our layout and we opened up a wall and he, um, which I helped him do and our, our girls <laughs> enjoyed watching him at work mm-hmm. um, up close and personal. But then after the major part was done, and it came to finishing it off, <laughs> um, that was left undone. <laughs> this is so we just kind of, you know, yeah. Am I speaking or am I? Do you guys have any familiarity with? I do. I speak yeah, this so. language. I speak this language yeah. fluently. Fluently. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> wh- Mike, why don't you start and then? Um, but I do have to say too. Um, subsequently, he has finished it almost. <laughs> There's still <laughs> a few parts because um, the day got cut short. All right. Um, <laughs> that well. aren't com- like completely done. And I and I've been I've painted. So I I try to help out when the major things that he only he can do because of his expertise and he has. Karen. The tools and knowledge, and if it weren't for him, I have to hire someone. Yeah, okay, so there's a couple rules here. These are like, <laughs> y- you got a pen and paper, you're going to want to write these down. <laughs> <All right? laughs> Rule number one, every great piece of art is never truly finished. <laughs> All right, that's rule number one, okay? So just remember that. Yes. Remember that. It's never truly finished. There's always yes. there's always that yes. little, that one more touch, that one more thing that's possible, yes. okay? That's one. Mm. Number two okay. rule. This is number two rule. This might be the most important rule ever. 90% of the work is in the last 10%. <laughs> <laughs> And there's only a 50% chance of that. Exactly. <laughs> of getting it done, yeah. If you're then lucky. If you're lucky. All right. And well, I, mean, I listen to him, and I think the challenging thing is that um, I hear about how, you know, when he's at work um, and, and he doesn't get something to the customer's satisfaction or what have you, he then has to go back in, and I know there's all these unforeseen things. And so I'm, I know that's challenging for him. And so then when he comes home, I feel badly because on one hand, I feel like we can, we're not going to hire someone else to do it, right? No. Because that seems ridiculous. No. But then I'm asking him to just go ahead and do more of what he's doing all the time at home, and it's just more work. And mm-hmm. so it's like a catch-22 because I'm a teacher, so I relate in that when I'm with my kids sometimes, I'm like, I just really need <laughs> to not be doing what I do all day and then come home and do more of it. Um, I get it um, completely, and it's just challenging. My wife has a saying in our house, and the saying is, things in our house always get done. They never get finished. Mm. That's what she says, okay? (laughs) 
However, <laughs> all jokes aside, for us, for me and in my family, and Mike, I don't know about you or Karen and your family, for us, a lot of it is is um, a time commitment. I love right. what I do, right. you know, my nine to five, so to speak. I love it. I actually do love working in my house. I got two kids at home, so it's tough to get stuff done at home. However, if <laughs> I need motivation, <laughs> if I need motivation, and maybe this is something that you could pitch to your husband, what my wife will say is the following. Are you ready? I, I can't wait to hear oh, this. I'm all ears. (laughs) She says one or both of the following two things. One is, do you think we should just hire somebody to finish it? (laughs) Do you know what? Do you know what that does to my pride? (laughs) The second thing is, Jeremy, maybe I should just finish it, and then I just Mm. shake my head. Well, that's usually how it works. (laughs) (laughs) I've gotten really good at painting. Because we have a multi-family home and I painted the entire apartment before we had new tenants come in. And I've I learned to cut in. I've learned to not to tape and then not need to tape. Like, I've really learned a lot. And sometimes it's easy to do it yourself, but you just don't have energy. Yeah, it's a catch-22. It is, it is what it is. But I think at the time I called that number, I was like, we were joking around. Cause like, oh, I should give this number a call. Maybe they'll have some advice. On <laughs> oh, we got some advice. <laughs> Yeah, and the other thing is too. I mean, I to, right now though, although we finished that doorway, there are two other doorways <laughs> that don't have um, any woodwork around them, and they need work too. So I mean, you're right; it's never ending. Kudos to you for being painter extraordinaire. Because I got to tell you, my wife does the same thing. Thank goodness, yep. because if there's one thing you don't want to see, it's me painting. It's a total mess. It's terrible. <laughs> I barely want to see you anyway, let alone painting. <laughs> Number two, kudos to Jeremy's wife for... She, for threatening me? Does What, what is she? A psych, <laughs> she a psychologist? Like, yeah. what's going on She here? might as well be. <laughs> All right. So, and then lastly, please don't be jealous. And really, honestly, please don't be jealous because for years, my wife would show up at my job sites and pick me up or drop the girls off or something, and I would just give her a quick rundown of what the job site was, and she would very, you know, gently run her hand across some really nice stuff, and she'd be like, yeah, it's really nice. (laughs) (laughs) And That would look really great in our house. (laughs) Background molding is beautiful. (laughs) Exactly, but my answer every time was, you see what money and time can do? And really, that's what it's about. When it's our house, our kids are running around. It's the place you live. You know, the shoemaker's kids have no shoes. It's the same old story. Mm. But, you know, give them a break. When the kids get older, especially when they become 14 and have to start sealing the driveway, (laughs) he'll he'll have more time on his hands. And honestly, he'll get it done. He he will. Just just bear with him. My biggest takeaway from this phone call is that Karen should just become a painter. She should quit her job as a school teacher and become a painter. On <laughs> the summer, my dad actually was a teacher, and on the summers he would paint houses. Ex- the exterior. There you go. Out. So you know, Jeremy, that might that might happen. Summertime, I could. It's fun to talk about it, and it's fun to make light of it because you know sometimes when you're in it, you're like, oh. Um, but yeah, to remember the important things. Um, are that you have a house and that you know, right. it's fun 
when we do want to do things, I know he can make it all happen as long as we have the time and money <laughs> and willingness <laughs> to uh, not to just you know chill out. Um, it can happen, so that's very cool. Yeah, but let him chill out too. Don't worry, that stuff will get done. Yeah. Definitely. Now, if I can only if I can only get his parents to stop asking them to work on their house. <laughs> oh well, now you That's have another phone call. Make sure you call back. All right. Well, then maybe in the future we'll have to have that chat. Yeah, <laughs> Karen. Thanks so much for calling. All right. We luck, appreciate guys. your call. Thanks, Thank Karen. You. Good luck. Thank you. All right. Bye bye. Bye bye. I love that call. That oh like really God. hits Is close that... to home. God. And think how many women out there have that same problem. Or men. Oh, yeah, their women won't paint. I mean, that's a real <laughs> problem. That's a real problem. We need to solve this. Jeremy. Aren't you hilarious? <laughs> uh, uh, I, I love the subtle threats for my wife. Maybe we should just hire somebody. You know what my wife says? Tell me. When are you going to get that done? <laughs> she just says it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Next on the line, we have Tony from Easton, New York, not to be confused with your home state of Pennsylvania. Easton Crayons. Easton, Pennsylvania. Tony's in Easton, New York. Do they even make Easton Crayons anymore? I've never heard of them. Probably not. Let's get Tony on the line. All right. Here we go. Hello. You're calling from Easton, New York? Yes, but I'm actually out on a boat on Saratoga Lake at the moment. Nice. Uh, I live in Easton. I hear a, a girl who couldn't have been over eight years old say, I'm driving. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Don't report me to authority. <laughs> Don't worry. Nobody <laughs> listens to this podcast anyway. I love how we didn't even, <laughs> we, we didn't even get into the call yet, and he just had to brag that he's on a boat on Saratoga Lake. Can't blame this him. Can't wild. blame him. That was very braggy of me. Can you can you just uh, can you just uh, edit that one out? <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. We, we've done it already. Go ahead. Uh, tell us tell us about your uh, your uh, your boathouse issue. <laughs> I have a kind of a stump the show question. Uh, brainstorm. Oh. Go ahead. Try. All right. So I've always uh, wondered about this. Is your your quintessential old tongue and groove deck like front porch perpendicular to the house? Slightly sloped. Mahogany or dug fir. They're always painted gray on old houses and then in new houses when they're uh, replicating that look, they do the same thing and paint them gray. And I'm trying to figure out why. Why are they gray? This is excellent. It's an excellent question. I've had the exact same question in the past. I have a floor in my house, not, not a porch floor. We have a painted pine floor in my in my kid's bedroom. And when I went to go get floor paint for it, there were a few options that were sold as quote unquote floor paint. And one of them was this gray that you very commonly see. It's probably the same like deep gray, almost a blue gray that just seems to be so, so common. And I can only take a guess. Now, my co-host Mike here, I think has a degree. Your degree is in what? Interior architectural design? You got it. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm going to guess. Uh, we're, we're, we're a doorway away from an answer. Then. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're how, many how many dollars in school loans away from an answer? 56000 <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to guess. Send your check today. Become a first donor on Patreon.com. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess that, that Mike here with, with his, his degree and his, um, his knowledge of architectural spaces has the answer. Battleships. 
battleships. The answer is you, battleships. Like you sunk my battleship. You you sunk my battleship. Yes. Is it a? I always heard of it as I thought of it as a battle, battleship gray type of color. So, ah. Uh huh. Is that a reason? I would say that when the U.S. government produced their battleship gray paint, they said. Geez, Jimmy, you know, we could probably use this other places. <laughs> Jimmy was like, where? He's like, I don't know. What about front porches? And it probably ended up as good floor paint. And it's probably the same molecular makeup as battleship paint. It makes sense. It also sounds like urban legend to me, but it makes sense. It probably is. I'm totally pulling this out of my butt, but I'm going to guess. No, I'm, I think that sounds plausible. I would put money I like on that. it. I would put money on it. How much? Tony, I am going to research this. We're going to resolve this. We're going to resolve. We're, you're going to need to listen to the podcast. We're going to have an answer. I love it. Sounds yeah. good. I right. told, uh, told Jeremy previously, I have done some research and haven't found an answer. And that's why I thought this was like a good question because- Everybody that has anything to do with construction or carpentry and even old timers, they're like, yeah, uh, we just paint them great. I <laughs> didn't really know why. So. You know, it's funny. I have, uh, speaking of boats, the person just down a couple slips from my boat just painted their sailboat floor and all of the fiberglass. And guess what color it came in? Barn red. Ah. Gray. And it's an exactly. oil-based paint. That you cannot buy in New York unless you're painting bridges or metal things outside. It is not recommended for interior use. And I bet you the battleship paint still lives. This sounds totally legit to me. Yeah, yeah. I like it. That's why you guys make the big bucks. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, enjoy that boat ride. We'll talk to you soon. It sounds awesome. All right, guys. See ya. Thanks, yeah. Tony. Bye-bye. All right, thanks. All right, Later. bye. Yeah. So, how about that? Battleship Gray. I'm, I got to get my computer. Hold on. This, We're is, gonna, yeah. this is, like, so fitting. He called us from his boat. Yep. Did you make up that answer? No, I'm totally serious. I know. It's I think probably it's, Battleship Gray. I think you're right. You got to remember, when these porches were painted, which was like a bazillion years, at least 50 years ago, right? This paint has been around a long time. When I think of my porch on my house, which, I, by the way, I replaced with mahogany. Mm-hmm. But when I tore it up, it was fur, like he said, tongue mm-hmm. grew fur. Mm-hmm. And sure as sugar, <laughs> it was painted battleship gray. Hmm. He, this is a smart man right here, this Tony. Yeah, he's out on a boat having fun. He's not stuck in a booth taking phone calls. With an eight-year-old driving. I mean, how, <laughs> this is awesome. Mike, where does our House Calls podcast dwell? It dwells, of course, on iTunes. Everybody uses iTunes, right? Everybody. It dwells on Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. It dwells on Anchor. Do you know you can find it on Breaker? I didn't know that, but you can also find it on CastBox. CastBox? What about Google Podcasts? You can find it on Overcast. We're on PocketCast. I just found that out yesterday. Radio Public as well. And of course, Spotify. You know, it's funny. uh, My students said they find me on Spotify. Stitcher, of course. Stitcher? We do Stitcher? Stitcher. And of course, our own website, which is www.housecallspodcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe. Last but not least, you can like us on Facebook. You can find us on Instagram. And you can also find us on iTunes right through our website which is pretty cool, all on the homepage. 
And in the infamous words of Mike Wentland, be good. Thanks for listening to the House Calls podcast, recorded at Silver Hollow Audio, with your hosts, Mike Wentland and Jeremy Castle. This episode was produced by Brett Barry. Distributed by Anchor. Thanks to our program sponsor, Drive28.com, with free audio driving tours through the Catskills. Be sure to click that subscribe button and call us so we can feature your home question on the show. 1-800-511-6842. That's 1-800-511-6842. Until next time, thanks for tuning in.